Hey gang, it's Amy, aka Melinda. I'm here with Volley, aka Craig. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. It's great to be back on your feeds. Before we get started with the episode, we've got some very exciting news. Yes, we do. I don't know if anyone has seen it, but we do have a new look website and logo. Yes, in your feed, you'll see a fancy new logo. Brand spanking shiny new tabletop vagabonds coming at you. There are also a couple of little hidden extras on the website. Yes, that's right. If you head to tabletopvagabonds.com, you can have a nosy through some exciting new merch. Get yourself a t-shirt, a mug. Got my eye on a poster. Coronavirus mask. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately, yes, that is the way of the world. And even more excitingly, we have launched a Patreon. Woo! We have indeed. You can sign up if you want to. It is not expected, but obviously very much appreciated. It does help with the running costs of the podcast. And in return for your very hard-earned money, we have some very exciting extras coming your way. Some one-shots, some will be in the world of Aria themselves, some won't be. Some might be some of your favourite movies, perhaps, or some extra special one-shots, along with some extra little goodies. But to find out more, you're going to have to head over to Patreon. That's right. Obviously, all of our regular episodes will be free forever on your feeds. So stay tuned and we can't wait for you to hear season two. Yep, that's enough from us. Less chatting, more tabletop vagabonds and area action coming at you right now. Welcome to Tabletop Vagabonds, a D&D 5e actual play podcast set in the homebrew world of Aria. That's right, gang. We're back. Hey, everyone. Woo. Hey, guys. We're not in tier anymore. No, we are not. We are in somewhere that I will not say yet because the gang don't know where they are. I am joined... What do you mean I don't know where I flew to? <laughs> We're not in tier, but we are in tiers after that book kicking. We just... Uh... After we randomly abandoned our airship and then let it blow up. Hashtag Alfgate, as Amy so brilliantly coined it. Well done, I enjoyed (laughs) that a lot. Right, so gang, we are not going to do random compliments anymore because I honestly think we've pretty much burnt out any alliteration for all of our names in one hour. Can we use something that doesn't require us to use the same chart for three people because it ran out quickly? (laughs) Seeing as all of you have leveled up to level five, as we go around, you can tell the world what you got at your level. Hello, I'm Amy, and I'm playing Melinda Wrench Nozzle, a Sky Gnome Warlock. And having just leveled up, um, I have got a new Eldritch Invocation. And so my uh, god, who grants me my magic, has offered me Armour of Shadows because he has seen how much I like getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and this will mean that I can cast uh, Mage Armour hopefully not die so much this season (laughs) making no promises hi i'm dave i'm playing finn the lasser artificer and finn having specced into the battlesmith area of the artificer class has gained a second attack which is pretty awesome uh and he's also uh got some uh, more spells under his belt but apart from that same old finn ready to rock and roll 
No love for Zag at level five, no? Uh, with my proficiency improvements, he'll get some bonuses, but no, he doesn't get anything directly. He needs to actually hit something first before we can... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he gets one thing. He destroyed the Black Knight. He destroyed yeah. him, man. Annihilated. The only thing he's done is crit once. Which yeah. is a good job we're using milestone leveling rather than XP because Zag would be trailing behind. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Craig. I play Volley Willowstar, the eight-year-old wild magic Vomine sorcerer. And at level five, Volley's just gained some experience about the world after all those ass kickings we took. In the last arc, Folly's learning how to counter some spells, I think. He's learning to use his essence in a more defensive manner than just lights and tricks and fireworks and goose and gaffs. He's, he's growing up a little bit, I think. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm playing Osric, the gear gnome forge cleric. And as I'm sure we all know by now, forge clerics do two things very well. They heal people and they hit things with hammers. So those are the <laughs> things I'm better at now. I'm level five. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you hit things with hammers very well? Yeah, hit things. That doesn't sound like Osric. When you think of a class, you think of the ideal version of that class. Right. And the <laughs> ideal forge cleric runs around hitting things with a hammer. Okay, so you don't mean like Osric who just swings at things near him. Osric's take on a forge cleric is significantly less effective. So does Osric kind of dream of being that level of, of aggressor? Does he dream of like a day where he will just hit things with his hammer very hard? I like to think that Osric was once this person back when he fought in the wars 150 odd years ago. Now he's a he's a shade of his former self. So yes, he does dream of it. <laughs> Shaking off those cobwebs. <laughs> so welcome back everyone to Aria. We've been away for a little bit, but we are back. We are here. We are ready to go. And before we get into the episode, here's a recap of season one to remind you of where we're at, read by Tom, or we may know him as Corvanus. Thank you, Alex. Hi, everyone. You may remember me as Colvanus from season one, and I'm really glad to be able to give the recap for you today. We met our gang of misfits on the way to the annual celebration of Unity Day. They were jumped by Zvarts, who'd been kidnapping people in the area for their own celebration, Zvartfest. Upon rescuing the would-be food, our gang continued their journey to Unity Day outside the gnomish city of Tyr. After enjoying some of the celebrations of Unity Day, the fabled Sildred hero, Lirana of Hilar was on the Agellian flagship, the Golden Galleon, that, with an explosion, crashed into the celebrations below with all the other airships. This kicked off Modanus cultists attacking indiscriminately whilst yelling, Death begets birth. Our gang fought for their very lives as they were helped by me, Corvanus, a Justicar, in fighting back the cultists along with the laughing princess of Kirador and her bodyguard. Once the smoke and flames had cleared, it became clear that the dragon prince of Kirador had been murdered in the attack and Corvanus, along with our gang, were charged with investigating who was behind the attack whilst all the city's delegations fled, suspecting one another. Our gang, then upon entering Tyr and meeting with Corvanus, contact the Malfolk Tick. They discovered there was a cult which worshipped Ziggurus, a necromancer who was defeated 200 years ago, and they were behind the attack. Osric was invited to dinner by his uncle in the High Gears. Unexpected return was concerning for his family, as he was the rightful heir to the Glamtinker seat on the Tyr Council. Whilst having a heart-to-heart -heart with his estranged uncle, a smoke creature murdered him before Osric could react. Glamtinker guards arrested Osric for his uncle's murder, and without trial, he was thrown into the temporal prison. In there, he managed to escape, but not before losing his hand in a game. Meanwhile, Volley, Melinda, and Finn found out there was a rebellion stirring in the lower gears, 
tired of being left to work and remain poor, that, surprisingly, was led by Osric's cousin, Myra. Osric's other cousin, Alfgeet, then released a citywide announcement blaming Osric for his father's death and declaring martial law and himself the new daddy. The gang decided to join with the aptly named revolution and upon Osric's escape, stormed the Glamtinker estate to rescue Osric's cousin, Myra. Bergwine, Spanatung, and the hostages, including their friend, Bami, from Alfgeet's control. They broke through the Glamtinker guards into the estate as fights kicked off across here between the lower gears and Alfgeet's men. Volley, Osric, Melinda, and Finn found the hostages, and Bami, murdered in some sort of ritual, and Myra missing. With the revolution, Bergwine, Spanatung, and the Tyran forces, they fought Alfgeet and his men. However, outnumbered, Alfgeet kicked their ass leading the gang to flee the city along with the survivors of the revolution and much of the Tyr populace. Not before the gang realised Alfgeet was using some dark magic smoke soldiers in his army. Finally, the gang were pursued by Glamtinker airfighters and the chase led to them abandoning their airship in a huge forest before a Glamtinker fighter blew it up. And that is where we're at. Although Corvanus may not be here to assist, and who knows if he's dead or alive, good luck guys. I'll be fighting for you. Thank you, Tom. So, that's where we're at, guys. Let's find out what happens next. So, gang, we're going to pick up in this giant forest. You were walking for about half a day and then set up camp. It's a small little area in the middle of bushes and forests. There's been no sign of anything else other than the clearing you landed your ship in. It's just been forest among forest. The tweets of birds, the subtle scratching and song of crickets, just animals here and there, nothing of any note, no one of any substance, no, no one to meet, talk to or anything. It's just been your average forest, but it seems to go on and on. And that's where we're at. You're all just sat down around a small, I stress this volley, small fire. <laughs> I'm sitting as far away from it as possible whilst not being antisocial. <laughs> However, you've still got the smell of summer in the air because it is just the height of summer. So it's very nice and warm and the fire is mostly there so you can cook some rations. Yeah, I, I think seeing as we're so tired and it is so warm, Osric will have taken his um, exosuit off. So he's down to like his blacksmith's apron, probably tending the fire quite close to it. So just doing your dad thing of like toasting some marshmallows on a stick over the fire. Mm. Humming softly to himself for a pipe. Volley is going to kind of on the, not, not out of the camp, but on the, he is very wary of the fire, just slightly on the edge of the camp, still in earshot and kind of, you know, able to speak to everyone. He's not had a proper Volmane rest for quite some time, so he's going to root up, taking some nutrients from the ground. Um, and if there's a moment for him to potentially send a message back to the grove, he will do. So what does that look like? Is that telepathic or do you connect to like root systems or something? When I'm resting in my resting state, I'm kind of standing, but like roots come out of my kind of shins and calves and ankles and stuff into the ground. They bury themselves into the ground where I get the water and the nutrients. And through that, I connect to the, like the root network of the mother tree, which spreads throughout the entirety of Aria. Roll wisdom for me. Roll wisdom. Just flat wisdom, yeah? Yes, please. Uh, 13. You reach out and you feel the warmth of the mother tree. You feel her presence, but you're unable to communicate or sense anyone else. Okay. It's a very relaxing, calming moment after all the fighting and bloodshed and fire and mayhem that has been the last week. 
of of our lives it's it's a very reassuring moment to just feel the the warming touch of the mother tree what's everyone else up to i'm sat by the fire writing in my book i feel like you know when you keep a journal and you get a bit behind because stuff's been going on and so now i'm like trying i'm every now and again i'm like what do we do on tuesday (laughs) 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 To, to keep my notes up to date as you retire and you're holding and release your memoirs, Manifestations and Memoirs of Melinda, Wrench Nozzle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Actually, we're actually just playing through her journal right now. <laughs> <laughs> the entire campaign in Aria is just Melinda's journal entries. <laughs> there and Back Again, A Gnomish Tale by Melinda Wrench Nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Finn is sitting by the fire oiling up Zag's joints and uh, giving him a bit of a tune-up following the battle, uh, just trying to make sure he's in working order, given he was putting a lot of hard grafting on the airship. He was uh, dealing with those ants, stopping them from wrecking the place and mending the ship as best he could. And apart from that, he's kind of just sort of doing general maintenance on things. He's re-infusing his weapons and armor so that it's all up to snuff and he's just kind of kind of chilling i was gonna say i was kind of cooking with one hand and smoking my pipe with the other but then i realized that i can't do that anymore yeah, you so i need to take it very slowly <laughs> you could strap your pipe to your stump yeah <laughs> like i do think that if you're trying to cook like melinda will have like half an eye on whatever you're doing and occasionally come over to hold a tomato so that you can chop it safely <laughs> <laughs> i'm not chopping things if i'm cooking a tomato i'm cooking it whole I mean, I don't know, I don't know what, what vegetables we have here. I'm just cooking things I've found. <laughs> I imagine Osric's one of those people who, like, won't ask for help and pretend he's fine, but he's just <laughs> continuously dropping a tomato into the flame and it's just yeah. burning away. Absolutely. By the end of this, I will wander around the group and offer, like, various found foraged vegetables to each member of the party. And that includes Volley. See, Osric doesn't care that this looks like a branch, although I think Volley likes cannibalism, so... <laughs> Well, with Volley's wonder ability, he can find food and water for up to five people each day. So he'll have, he'll have been, you know, keeping an eye out on the walk and just storing things for you mortal humans to eat. So we're cooking things that you've uh, vouched for. We're not accidentally going to kill ourselves. Yeah. That's very good to know. Finn will be locating his own food. I was about to say, Volley, roll intelligence. Because <laughs> you are eight years old and don't eat food. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, it- it doesn't taste great, but it's edible and it's good for you. Yeah, I, I know what, you know, I know that gnomes and things like to eat mushrooms and like wild cabbage, that kind of thing. Yeah, I like to think I'm not a terrible chef. Mm. It's not extensive and, and I'm not going out and getting you some venison or anything. It's just, you know, mushrooms and good leafy greens. Yeah. There's one bit where Volley came back with just a live fox in his hands. <laughs> He's like, no, and just let it go. Or just holding it by the tail. <laughs> Volley seeing uh, Zag and um, Osric's birds, he has got like a little blue tit on his shoulder that he's kind of made friends with. He feels like he wanted a little roll little animal handling. Absolutely not. Roll animal handling for that shit. You can't just add a bird pair. Alex, if he fails it, I have a plan. All right, twenty-three. Twenty-three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a there's a little blue tit that was just randomly started chilling. It is. Having a minor battle between pecking you your wood that you don't care about, but then occasionally punk and rock will pop out and you start shouting at it on your shoulder and then go back inside and just do it again. This feels a bit Snow White. It's just a bird that sits on my shoulder and I'm like, hey, this is my friend too. So whilst this is all going on, Finn will um, sort of look at Osric struggling and just sort of say to him, like, 
Everyone seems to think I'm struggling now. <laughs> I'm being helped by everyone. Yeah. Hey, Osric, um, I don't, I don't want to step on your toes or anything, but I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty handy. Uh, haha. Um, <laughs> do you want me to maybe try and make you something to, you know, replace your hand? I, I know this, I, I didn't want to bring this up earlier. I was worried it might be a bit of a, a touchy subject. It's true, there probably wasn't any time before. Has anyone actually, like, had a chance to talk about my hand yet? You're not really caught up because you went straight from the prison to fighting Alfgi, really. Once we've finished cooking, Osric will sit down near the fire, uh, hopefully with most other people, and start attempting to change the bandages around his, his hand, which are just offcuts of rags. So if anyone wants to help, then he would more than happily take it. He wouldn't ask for it. I'll rummage in my bag and definitely find some better cloth. You know, I... I am struggling a little bit. It's it's not easy to lose a limb, especially one that's so used to fighting and defending myself. Perhaps I don't know what I don't know what your skills are, little fellow. But I, you're welcome to try, and I'm welcome to refuse. <laughs> I built him, and he gestures to Zag, who is currently um, trying to climb up Volley to eat the bird. <laughs> well. Going by how efficient he seems in combat, I'd, I'd like to think you could refine the design a little bit. I mean, you say that, <laughs> but I mean, how many Black Knights did you kill and how many Black Knights did Zag kill? Well, I almost got Alfgeet. How many is almost? I think you'll find it's none, Osric. <laughs> and I think you'll find uh, Zag's batting, uh, batting 100 compared to you. Oh, batting one. <laughs> Zag is just like fake strong manning, although it's metal, so nothing really happens. Yeah. Just lets off a faint wheeze as steam escapes. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> That's right. You show him, Zag. <laughs> well, I'll draw up some schematics and uh, I'll show them to you when I've got them done and you s- tell me what you think. We can maybe make some tweaks, but... Uh, and he's just drawing a picture of like a stick. <laughs> you know how like uh, pirates have peg legs? He's just making <laughs> like a hand equivalent of a peg leg. Not even a hook, just a peg that goes out of his arm. We are both pretty handy people. I think between us, we'll be able to come up with something nifty. Well, I, I think I'm handier than you are, Osric. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> Let the audio record show that Alex has closed his eyes and shaken his head. <laughs> But Osric, you never actually told us what happened. I don't think a minute the rest of you are really that familiar with Tyr, but the gear gnomes have this uh, clockwork hold prison in the centre, the one you rescued me from, but time doesn't work the same in there as it does on the outside. So for the day you had outside, it was more like two weeks for me. And in a high security prison, a lot can happen. And, you know, two weeks is a long time to try and get by when your, your name is on all the wanted posters outside. I met some folks who I thought could help me, and they turned out, like most prisoners, to be looking after their own. I don't know what became of them, but maybe that was for the best. Smash cut to the prison where they're all doing, like, another play. (laughs) (laughs) And they cut off your arm? They can get hold of sharp objects in that prison? Well, technically, yes, but... uh, Barbaric! It was lost in the game, slightly sheepishly. (laughs) Probably just... Opens one eye and he's just kind of, he hears the word game and hand and he's just like, opens one eye to listen. He's like, interesting. I would not recommend playing it without reading the rules. Copscotch. I wish I'd read the handbook first. Wait. Folly <laughs> chuckles to himself at the word handbook. Unintentional pun again. Yes, yes, I know. 
Dave, roll acrobatics for Zag for me, please. Can he do athletics? Yeah, I'll allow that instead, yeah. That is a 11. Zag ends up getting up to the top of Volley's shoulder and he scares the blue bird away and it goes flying off. And then he takes the exact same position that that bird was in on Volley's shoulder and looks very triumphant with himself. I'm a tree. We're in a forest. I'll find another bird. It's fine. Zag! Volley opens his other eye and looks at Zag and just shrugs and continues just listening quietly. So you hear a slight cheer as Punk and Rock pop out your shoulder like, yeah, all right, Zag, well done. Yeah, that's my boy. That's my man. Now you just don't, don't peck Volley and we'll be all good. We'll go to sleep. They get back inside you. I presume I missed quite a lot while I was on the inside. It seems like you managed to incite a whole riot. I mean, more of a rebellion. I think. Ah, that's a thin line. You'll find it was Brock who did it. Volley says, still with his eyes closed and just chuckles to himself at the memory of him impersonating Brock. Osric just weeps. (laughs) 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 Just quietly weeps. I think that if Osric's not reacting, I will probably elbow Volley and be like, Volley, don't do that. Don't, Don't do what? It's true. And then I just think I'll be exasperated and just, <laughs> that's all I'm, that's all I'm going to poke. And I like look towards Finn and be like, did, did I do something wrong? Usually, yes. <laughs> Can you share it with me? Because I don't know what I did wrong. I'll, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. So does anyone know where we are? Surely we do know where we are. Relative to Tia. You were in an air chase where Melinda was in the lead. You went up above the clouds, then back down. You are not near civilization right now. Is there any big forests, like not specifically where, but like are there any forests that are near Tia that we would know about? Like from looking at a map of, you know, you look at a map of Aria and you'd see like where Tia is and then... The only person who's from Tia who might know this would be Osric. Osric, I'd allow you to roll a flat history check to see if you know. Because everyone else isn't from Tyr and quite far away from Tyr. The best I got, Alex, was an eight. So it's been a while. No, you have no idea where you are right now. Wrong side from our village, I think. Okay. Well, I guess we need to find a way out of here. Can't stay in this woods forever. I don't know. It's quite nice. When we're ready, let's just head a bit deeper and see what we find. What's the harm? It's, at least it's quiet. Mm. If we're taking some downtime, then like, I want to just have a little look over Melinda's shoulder at what she's been writing. I want to take some time to just like, oil my hammer and make it look nice spick and span you know i think it's worth us all just sitting down for a minute Mm. (sighs) sitting down but we don't know how we've left here we need to find out like what happened to your cousin it may be all good for like you little spritelings but sometimes us older folk we just need half an hour you know in the middle of a big riot where kings and princes are being killed it's not always a bad moment to take stock and sit down for a moment have a smoke you know Mm. Melinda's going to huff and go back to writing her book Osric is just going to light his pipe and just like stare at you (laughs) so in this now apparently quite awkward silence yeah Volley is just going to internalise to Punk and Rock just be like hey guys sing us a song about what we've been through because you won't fool the children of the revolution. No, you won't fool the children of the revolution. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if no one's going to do anything, you're going to relax 
chill, take a moment, take a breath. You're all rested, which is great. You'll get your health back and your spell slots back. And then are you guys going to stay there all the way till nighttime? I mean, it's a long day, so you, you can short rest and still get up, you know, and it'll still be afternoon. Well, I think we've presumed a long rest here, haven't we? So Yeah. And there's nothing left of the airship that got blew up, right? There's a wreckage there that you can go back and have a look at. Can I have a look in the wreckage? I'm just going to look and see if there's anything useful that we could have that would like help us. Sure. You've walked for about half a day since then, but we can say that you looked after it happened, which is fine. So kind of yeah. rewind time a bit. So before we picked up, you went back. Um, roll investigation. I would like to suggest as well that me and Finn would probably chip in together and see if we can find any like scrap metal. Yeah, because I wouldn't really be that knowledgeable about that. 19, I got. So you found a pair of goggles that must have been in the hole that I left behind. Okay. They're basically binoculars, but as goggles that also enable you to see in the dark. In terms of finding metal, there's loads of metal. Yeah, I'm just going to put some into my bag just to have for tinkering. You've got a lot of metal and bronze, but only, you know, a satchel's worth, not a huge amount, because it weighs a lot. And then as you leave, you see one lone ant <laughs> just starts walking off. We see a close-up of it as it, like, looks back evilly and can goes I behind the absolutely pound it into the ground? <laughs> yeah, you can. Just pick my boot up and just crush it, properly, like, smear it down. You killed the last remaining ant. It was the queen. She was trying to start up a new family, and you, you took her down. Yeah, you take that. You, I can't even, antacid, yeah, dickhead. You guys are going to spend the day and the night there, aren't you, basically? You're taking a day and a night just to relax, which... Yeah, that's what Osric wants to do. <laughs> you're lying outside in the open air. It's warm, so it's not a massive issue. And as you're sleeping, is anyone on watch or not? I'm kind of like semi-conscious in my weird state. No one's actively on watch. Unless um, Volley can keep an eye open while he rests, then I think we would have a shift, wouldn't we? Yeah. We're sensible people. We're in the middle of the woods, so yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. So who would be on the watch early in the morning, like 2 a.m.? Sure. I, I, can do, I can do it, yeah. Sure. So, Volley, as you're standing there, roll intelligence because you have the attention span of a gnat. I'm also probably going to be talking to uh, Punk and Rock, hearing their stories, so I'm probably not paying too much attention. Just flat intelligence. Yeah. Huh, 18. Okay, so you actually do manage to... You swap some stories. Punk's telling you about this time. He was a roadie for this Mordanus electro-funk metal band. <laughs> and uh, through the woods, you start seeing a light. It's almost as though it's not there at first. And it starts getting brighter and brighter. And you start hearing the humming of wings. And you start hearing like the murmuring of voices. And then one over another, like loads of different voices. And then this swarm of what look like sprites, but they're not dressed like sprites you've met so far. They're wild, they're naked, they're kind of hairs are shrewd, and they're all going, and like over on top of each other, and they fly around, and then they fly up, and it gets so loud that everyone who's sleeping roll constitution to see if you're woken up. Honestly, hundreds upon hundreds of swipes. Hey, fuck you. Can I make it a con save, Alex? Uh, yeah, just to see. Well, just a normal con to see if you like are still asleep. <laughs> no, I wrote a one. Of course, first one of the season. You're. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends. Which way around is it? Is low wake up or is low sleep? Low is Osric sleeping through this. <laughs> He's snoring. Yeah, he's going for it. Finn got 16. 16. So anyone who gets above a 10 is going to wake up to this swarm just flying around. And each time any of you stir, the swarm is going to move around to the next person. He's going, fuck you. 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 Fuck you
Can I ask Punk and or Rock what these are? Oh, boy. Uh, look, man, we don't like to hang out with this crowd, okay? They're a bit like mood killers. They're wild sprites. They've not been trained. They, they hear a phrase and they just copy it all the time. And then uh, they'll just like randomly say kind of stuff they hear. And you suddenly hear one of them goes, between the crowd of people saying fuck you, one of them goes, and then you'll start going, and they just start saying that around and around. It just becomes like another swarm. And then as quickly as they arrived, the whole swarm just flies away again. It's this, and you see it. These nuts, these nuts, these nuts, these nuts. And it gets quieter and quieter. As they start flying away, Volley's just going to throw his hands in and he goes, he's going to shout, Volley rocks! Volley rocks! I'm going to roll their intelligence because they like the words they hear the most and they've heard a lot of these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> They're clearly very cultured individuals. That was fun. Little wild sprites. Their intelligence is minus five. I wonder if we can catch some and train them. Folly, I hope they don't come back. They were not pleasant. <laughs> they rolled an 18 minus 5, 13. They pick up on Volley Rocks. You hear this? Volley Rocks, Volley Rocks, Volley Rocks, Volley Rocks, Volley Rocks. And they just take it off into the distance. Volley Rocks. Woohoo! Volley Rocks. Oh man, don't get in. Just please. They're not worth the hassle. They're so embarrassing. Oh, you, you, you don't like them? And then, uh, Punk's going to go, oh, man, they're so annoying. They're, they're so ugh. Don't worry, guys. I like you better, but they were kind of fun. Everyone else who's just woken up to this event that's just happened around you. Yeah, and Melinda's just going to tut and then roll over and go back to sleep. <laughs> to the loud snoring of Osric in the background. Yeah, she's finally drifted off. <laughs> and then those things come along. She's having a terrible night. This is, camping is not Melinda's uh, favourite hobby. I imagine she woke up about four or five times just randomly thinking she felt a bug on her and it wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is everyone going back to sleep? No, I'm a watch. Then briefly started chatting to Volley, but after they flew away, and, oh, Volley, I, we, don't, we don't want them around. So what, what did I do wrong earlier? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't know how it is for Volmini, but generally um, most mortals... Uh, don't really like it when you do impressions of their dead relatives within oh. like days of them having passed. For most people, not to say you're not regular people, Volley, but for most regular people, because you're not regular people, um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a kind of a dig. Oh, yeah, that shit's cold, bro. And you see, Punk just do a line of sprite dust. Punk, stop doing sprite dust. <laughs> uh, oh. I, know what, I know what that is, but uh, no, nah, I'm just eating, you know, I'm just eating sprite dust. But yeah, that's, that shit's cold, man. That shit's cold. Punk, cut out the sprite dust. It's not the time. You're not my real man. It's going to pop back inside. Oh, I'll talk to Osric when he wakes up. I, I didn't mean to upset him. I wouldn't worry about it. I think he's cool with it. It's just don't, uh, just maybe don't do any more impressions of his dead relatives. Okay, that seems fair. I don't think it needs to be a thing. I think it's it's fine. Okay. He gets that, you know, you're you're kind of clueless. Okay. Sounds like fight and talk to me. Fucking hit him, fucking hit him, Volley. <laughs> fucking take him uh, Finn flicks one of the sprites back <laughs> inside Volley and then goes back to sleep. <laughs> Just kind of sick of their shit of, like, <laughs> inciting Volley into his worst impulses. <laughs> <laughs> And the rest of the night goes off without a hitch. It's quiet. You occasionally hear something on the wind again, like... These nuts. Or... Volley rugs. Just off in the... Like, so quiet, you're not quite sure you actually hear it. And then it's the morning again. Everyone starts waking up. Mm. 
Morning. Well, I guess we should try and get a move on now. Have we rested enough, Osric? Mm. Osric still is still asleep. <laughs> yeah, Osric, have we? Just give give him a little kick, and he'll eventually stir. What? Yeah. Is it morning already? Are we going anywhere? Yes. Uh, Can't stay in this forest forever. We gotta find our way out. We gotta, you know. Where are we trying to, like, we haven't got a destination. No, we're we? just trying to get somewhere where we can find out where we are. Yeah. Somebody here should be able to help us. we got to find a town so we can figure out what happened in Tyr and maybe find Myra. Just quickly, how big are these trees? The trees are about 60 foot high. And is it dense? Because I'm assuming I couldn't use the binoculars. They're really mm-hmm. tall trees. And it's fairly dense, yeah, for sure. So we can't navigate via the stars. You could try and you could like see through the leaves a bit, but it's, it's very much like you're in your own little forest world. Overnight, I have used a new spell that I have Ooh. called Sending, which um, means that I can send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature, which I'm familiar anywhere, and then they can hear it in their mind. Basically, I've upgraded my letters. <laughs> no more carbon copy paper for Melinda. <laughs> okay, who are you sending a message to? So I'm going to send a message back to my contact at the college and just say, tell them that we're in a woods and we don't know where we are, but we're okay. And kind of try and see if I can find any news. Since we've been sat around and Melinda's been getting a bit antsy, she probably would have also tried to message Bergwine as well. You, uh... Melinda and Bergwine sitting in a tree. He's my pen pal. It's just a message you send and they can send a spell back to you. It's not a two-way communication, is it? Yeah, if they have the same spell. Yeah. So I'm imagining that yeah. I won't expect to hear back from Bergwine unless he has somebody he can speak to. So, yeah, they maybe they'll have got back in touch. I'm, I'm assuming I haven't heard from them yet, but... Not yet, no, but they'll probably send something shortly. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, I think we should just head in a direction and see if we can find somebody to speak to. There must be somebody that lives in these woods. Do you tell us that you sent a message via your weird mind waves? Oh, or no, did you just do it? I, yeah, okay. I would have just done it. So you guys are going to walk in just a direction then, I assume? I guess. I don't see any, any better way to go, right? Maybe we should just uh, leave a mark on one of these trees, just in case we end up walking in a circle. As we recall, plant his hammer in the ground, light his pipe up, look at Volley and say, right, lead on, tree. Okay. And Volley just walks forwards. I will follow Volley. Trying to find what looks like a natural path through the trees. Sure. Roll... Nature for me, please, with advantage. Nature, with advantage. While Volley does this, Finn will sidle up to Osric and go, Osric, I mean, I know Volley's, like, experienced with woodlands, but do you think he's the best choice of people to lead us? Maybe not, it's a ten. I've spent a good couple of centuries in a forge in cities. I don't know what's going on. Melinda's from the sky, who knows what she knows. Probably not forests. I've spent a good amount of time living in a forest. Can I see if I can figure out my way? Do you not trust Volley? Like, do you actually not trust? I don't trust Volley, no. Okay, fine. Also, I can see that he's kind of looking around a bit confused. Well, what do I get with my 10? Does my 10 help? Craig, give me a 10 version of knowing where you're going. So Volley's like, okay, it's this way. And then he walks forward and then just veers off at a very sharp right angle. This way. <laughs> and then veers off at like a 60 degree angle, basically almost coming back. And he's <laughs> like, follow me, guys. But he's like really confident with it. Just like weaving throughout the trees. For the rest of us, does that look like Volley walks down a neat country path and then just turns into a bush? Pretty much. Like, for the rest of you, Volley looks like he's just very confidently walking back on himself loads. Okay. Uh, Finn thinks that he knows better than Volley. Then he looks at what Volley's doing, 
thinks about a new plan and thinks, no, I think Volley's got this with his 10. <laughs> okay. So, Volley, it takes a while. I think the confidence in you has been shot a little bit. However, through zigzagging back on yourself loads, you start hearing the trickling of water. And as you get closer, it gets louder. Then you go through a bush into a clearing where you see there is a river going through the forest. And right in front of you, there is a low bridge. Oh, I'm guessing it's quite a large, impressive river. It's fast enough and wide enough that crossing it via swimming would be somewhat dangerous. Not massively, but one of those things where like accidents happen one in a thousand, but it could be an issue, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, you seem to have a very incorrect idea of Osric if you think he'll swim when there's a bridge right there. <laughs> yeah, fair. Do we want to cross the bridge or do we want to stay on this side? I think crossing the bridge seems like good progress, but I just want to get some water first. On what basis? Should we not follow the river upstream? Oh. Isn't that a better option? That's why you know about nature. Hashtag tree knowledge. Where are we trying to get to, Volley? People. So why are we going up river? Town? Should we go down river? We should go down. Yes. Genuine question <laughs> to the characters. <laughs> For the podcast, Greg, and I like to think Volley just did a face of like, confusion and then yeah i was i was literally in character then yeah and i forgot this is an audio medium so good that was hands down one of the best volley interactions of the podcast (laughs) shame that you guys can't see it right so what are you doing we're gonna go down river it's a good idea volley i think that's the sensible way but (laughs) why are we going down river melinda you know nature we know people (laughs) okay you're going down river i would like to look at this river and try and fill up my bottle of water. Father's going to pause a moment and he's going to go, even if we go upriver, we're still downriver from the source. Technically true. (laughs) And he's going to look really proud of himself. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in my decision. As you say that, from under the bridge climbs this grey, scaly guy. He's holding a blunt and he goes, whoa, man, whoa. He's right, you know. Right? Yeah, this guy gets it. Two other little grey, scaly, toad-like creatures come up from either side. That was, that shit was fucking profound, man. Right? Please, please, good sirs. Don't, 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 don't. Just don't encourage him. They get it. These are people of the forest. (laughs) We shouldn't belittle them in their own environment. Come on, Finn. They know what they're talking about. I said please. Maybe they could tell us where the nearest civilization is we're a bit lost we wondered if you could give us some directions oh you lost what are you trying to find people oh, anything Ow. really <sighs> sorry i got two tech pass there you go bro all right cool sorry what <sighs> people um yeah i mean we're people uh no people or yeah people your, your people would be fine i suppose all right can you tell us where we are Oh, yeah, you're in the Glistening Glades. Oh. oh. Yeah, the Glistening Glades. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. Anyone who wants to can roll history to see what they know about the Glistening Glades. 11. That's a 19 for Finn. Okay. Nine. Melinda skipped that class. She thought the Glistening Glades was a load of waste of time. Anyone 10 or up knows of them. There's a place. Probably don't know much about it, but it's a place. What's the highest we got? 19, was it? I think so. So, Finn, you know about the Glistening Glades. The Glistening Glades are a strange place that because of the nature and the thickness of the 
forest and woods is kind of kept to itself. It's the place where mouse folk and Koyang come from. It is very much rumored to be part of old magic, which is why the forest is so huge. It's got very strange creatures with 19 as well. You know that the creatures in front of you are trolls. There are lots of weird and wonderful creatures that live in the Glistening Glades due to its strange magics that you don't see outside of the Glistening Glades. What do I know about trolls? Are they generally hostile, friendly? Um... Roll history again to see if you know about trolls specifically, because that's different to knowing about Glistening Glades. 18. 18. You know that trolls are, they're like a friendly race. They don't really deal with society. They're more kept to the Glistening Glades. They have a habit of being kind of dicks. Not in a, like a dangerous way, more in just uh, they cause trouble for people. They perhaps insult people. You got an 18 on the Glistening Glades and on Trolls, didn't you? So, you know, there was famously a big problem in the Glistening Glades, which were known as the Flame Wars, where the Trolls caused loads of issues for the Mouse Folk and Koyang by purposefully like playing pranks on them, like making stuff up being rude to people, that kind of thing. So they're basically 90s stoners. Or, you know, internet trolls. <laughs> Do they all look like um, a certain DM? <laughs> no. They're about five foot two, like scaly gray skin with kind of frog-like eyes. So they do look like you. Yeah, exactly. It's basically me if I was handsomer. Um <laughs> <laughs> self burn those are bad <laughs> yeah so uh, well you know if you're going to want to find a settlement there are some around here man there's uh, there's what are they called um, mice people uh, mouse folk yeah there's mouse folk down there although their base is hidden so if you want to find them you'll need a D-N-I-Y-M oh I don't got that uh, a what uh, these nuts in your mouth <laughs> These nuts in your mouth! <laughs> Folly just like laughs out loud and is like, these guys are great. Maybe they could come with us. Finn sighs no. so <laughs> long and so deeply that I can't accurately represent it myself. But no, seriously, it's actually quite dangerous around here, man. Like, we're, like okay, we're sorry, but like the mouse folk are hidden because there's a real danger of the dragon. What, what dragon? Jolly, why? For sake. <laughs> Dragging these nuts on your head. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. It's good to know season two of our podcast has started with some of the most lowbrow fucking humor <laughs> we have yet to bring out. Folly looks at the trolls. He's like, Oh, do you like those nuts? Or she's like, These nuts. And then cast mind religion on himself to just a massive scrotum. <laughs> oh. roll, uh, roll charisma. <laughs> Feng completely disengages with this situation and just walks off. Seven. Yeah, you was already fine. Melinda sat on the front floor. She's like got tears in her eyes because she feels like she's never going to find her way home. <laughs> Finn regrets all of his life choices that have led him to meet these trolls, including Volley. Have you allusion to giant acorns, basically? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, sick, man. Yeah, all right. This guy gets it. Here, here. He's going to give you like a, a fist bump. Oh, I'll, I'll fist bump back. Ah, oh, too yeah. slow. Too slow. Oh, oh, damn it. Uh, 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 anyway, oh, guys. Well, um, it's been fun, but uh, see you later. Are you not crossing the bridge? No? Well, we, we, we want to we wanna find like civilization. It is. It is actually. It is. And, and it's not here. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually this way. 
You need to answer some riddles to cross. Oh, okay, sure. I swear to Edel, if any of the answers are D's nuts, <laughs> I actually might kill you. Oh, ignore him. He's just grumpy. Never could take a joke. Do you want to cross the bridge? Not really, but I want to go that way, up the river. Oh. I mean, why do we have to answer riddles? Because it's, it, with trolls, it's a bridge. You've got to pay the troll toll. If you yeah, want to get you know, the troll this toll. boy's soul. If you want to cross the bridge, you've got to pay the, you've got to do the riddle. You cross, it's, we have very few things to do in here. One of the things we do is we look after the bridges. That's, that's what trolls do. I mean, okay. We don't have to come this way. You can go another way if you want. It's just kind of a dick move. But it's like no one's crossed this bridge in like two years or something like that. Oh, oh, we should cross the bridge. So it's not civilization then. <laughs> Melinda shouts from the <laughs> Just from behind the bush. Yeah. <laughs> like 75% of the party is just like, uh. <laughs> are we going over the bridge or are we going up the river or what? So let's go over. The sooner we're past yeah. these guys, the better. I thought we were going down the river. Uh, across the bridge, down the river. Whatever. This side of the river, yes. that side of the river, we're going down the river. Yeah, let's just deal with this. <laughs> okay, so first of all, do you mind signing this contract to say you agree to doing the riddles? Because part of that is that if you get all three riddles correctly, which is yet to be done, you get to meet the reliquary. So, like, because that's who we work for, that's who the trolls work for. So if you get all three riddles, you get a reward. I like rewards. And who is that? And does he know where we are? The Queen, yeah. He is huge, like a big deal. He's right, right? He's a huge deal. Yeah, he's a, he's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, he's a huge deal. I feel like the important question here is, what happens if we get them all wrong? Oh, if you get them all wrong, nothing major. Just every one you get wrong, you'll take some psychic damage. You know, the, the, on the contract, the small print at the bottom you see, those who get this wrong will take psychic damage as their mind is hit really hard by the power of the reliquary. So do you see that right there? That, that's why you need your, your, your signature on it. Yeah, I see that. I see me not signing that. Yeah, I don't want to sign that. I, I want to answer the riddles, but I don't want you to punch me in my mind. Finn just walks over. Uh, how wide is the river? The river is 30 foot wide, quite deep, running quite fast. The bridge is wide for about four people to cross it at the same time. Cool. Uh, Finn makes a zip line uh, using his 30 foot long fawn whip and uh, attached to a tree on the other side and says, Hey guys, let's just take this across. Oh, uh, uh, guys. I'm not wearing any gloves. That looks like it would hurt. Finn hands him a strong stick. Can I find a strong stick and just use a strong stick to zip line across? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can absolutely do that. Cool. Um, it's less of a zip line and more of like a, I guess, a swing across. Yeah, I mean, uh, thanks, trolls. Um, but uh, your deal sounds awful. So, yeah. see you later. Oh, I really wish it was a zip line because I wanted to see how Osric was going to zip line with one hand. I was, I was just trying to think that it just sticks through herself. <laughs> like, how does that work? <laughs> use your elbow. Are you all using the the thorn whip? Yeah, Finn's going to use it. Yeah. Once I've seen somebody else go across, then yeah, not going across second. Finn will go across first, I guess. Okay, roll, um, I guess, strength to hold yourself up on it. Can I use acrobatics? Uh, I'd say it's more akin to climbing. It's physical strength to hold yourself up. Okay. I'd allow athletics, for sure. Uh, that's a 13. Yeah, I'll get you to the side. Cool. 
Not massively gracefully, but yeah, you, you do it. Finn lands on the other side and goes, come on, guys. Oh, man, come on. What? No. Oh, what? Will you just let us across now? Like, you'd rather we walk on your bridge. Like, surely, if it's been two years since anyone has walked on your bridge, you just want to let us across other than swinging on this rope. It is a pretty good bridge. Uh, roll persuasion. Finn just yells from a distance, your deal sucked. You literally said no one's ever got all the questions right. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Um, Maybe like like one riddle and we won't hurt you if you get it wrong. Or like two riddles and we won't hurt you. Deal. One riddle. What, two one riddles. Riddle. Okay, two, one two, riddle. One two riddle. riddles. All right. All right. Let, let, hang on. Let we'll do just... one for the, the past passage and one just for fun. Okay. Okay, so two riddles. All right, hang on. Yeah. Let's, let, we just, let, let, let us decide which one of us gets. We all got like a riddle each, so let us just, and the three yeah. of them just go into like a little huddle. That seems fair. Should we do a riddle? Have a You want to do a riddle? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Can we just right, try right. and get across right. while they're trying? <laughs> yeah, you can. Roll stealth when we get past them while they're in the huddle. Discuss which riddle to do. Finn's kind of just relaxing on the other side now. He's set up camp. <laughs> <laughs> 13 stealth. That'll do it. They're really dumb. Volley, volley, and then I'm just going to shuffle it. But, but the riddles. We can, do it. we can do the riddle on the other side. <laughs> bye, bye, guys. Oh, as he starts <laughs> to walk across the bridge. What's Osric doing for during all this, by the way? Well, at first, Osric was um, trying to figure out how he's going to get across with one hand, but this seems like a much more reasonable approach. <laughs> <laughs> walk past them. Um, so, Melinda skirts by, Volley goes by, and has the uh, trust. What? What? And they all like, look around. You guys pass them. Oh, what the hell? You tricked us. And then they all turn around, and there's just Osric looking awkward in front of them all. <laughs> Finn once again yelling from the distance, does it count as a trick if they literally just walked past you? Really? So your friends kind of, they did like a dick thing and like dicked us out of doing our riddles. So Tell us the riddle! You're going to come with us now as penance, and they're going to click their fingers, and Osric... You and them vanish. Everyone else sees them vanish for a split second. For a brief moment, Osric's like readying for a fight. <laughs> and then you guys see them vanish for a second on the bridge. They're just gone, right? All three trolls and Osric are gone. Osric, you are suddenly in this pristine white space. It goes on forever and ever and ever. And then in front of you are the three trolls. So now you have to answer our riddles. If you don't... Can I just answer these riddles on the bridge? Well, no, because we were going to do that, but then all your friends totally, like, fucked us, so no. <laughs> I don't trust you guys. When we're discussing who does a riddle to, like, sneak past or, like, swing off a vine or just something like a dick move. So here's the deal now that you broke the deals. One, you get the riddle done, 100%. Two, there'll be a punishment of some kind. We'll, I don't know, take something from you, something, something bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lose another limb, am I? <laughs> yeah, your other hand. <laughs> yeah. Now you lose a foot this time. So, scratch that beard. We've got a real beard scratcher for you here. You ready? Right? You ready? <laughs> are, you, are you ready? <laughs> Name me three consecutive days, but you can't say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I presume we're on the same calendar as yeah. our... <laughs> now, before you start, as per the small print, you can... Ask a friend. Okay, and I need a friend in this room, I presume? No, no, it's, like, it's, it's magic. You can just tell us who you want. We'll bring them here too and they can help you. So, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Once again, Volley is doing such good physical acting. It's such a shame this is a podcast. He's literally bouncing around like, pick me, pick me, pick me. Obviously, Volley really you can't... wants to play the game. FYI, this is super broken. You could just pick somebody you want to find, like Myra or something, and you could just like ask them and then go, by the way, where are you? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's super broken. <laughs> do they just call them or do they come to me? They'll appear in this room for sure, yeah. Yeah, it would be great, but Osric would not have put two and two together like that. So, try us to repeat the riddle. Osric knows enough about his group of followers to know which of them would most want to answer this riddle. In his mind's eye, he can see one of them jumping up and down like a bloody pogo stick. <laughs> so, looking back at the trolls, he will say, Volley will answer this one. All right, summon volley. All of them close their eyes and then they do like a <laughs> click and then volley, you appear in this white space beside Osric. Oh, oh, hey guys. So, sorry about that. I, I I didn't know what was happening and then Melinda Quiet, walked away. And... dick move. I wanted to answer the riddles. <laughs> you have been summoned here as a phone a friend and your friend Osric, okay. who didn't abandon us, <clears throat> has a riddle. And you're meant to help him with it. Technically, I was thinking about a zip line, but that's, that's by the by now. What? What? <laughs> no, nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, we will repeat the riddle one more time. Okay. Name me three consecutive days that are not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Hmm. And I can't say Wednesday. No. Hmm. And I can't say Sunday. You can say no, none, none of the days we just said. You can't say those, right, guys? No, you can't say those. All right, cool. Yeah, you can't say those. Can I say yesterday, today, and tomorrow? You see, they all look at you like stunned. <gasps> Not to be a gnomish pedant, but Volley did technically say two different days <laughs> in the process of the question. I was asking the question, like thinking out loud. As you say that, all the trolls' faces drop and suddenly one starts turning to stone. No! Oh, no, Benny! Did Volley just name one of the trolls? Volley names everything in this whole world. <laughs> and one of the trolls turns to solid stone. Oh, that not, is correct. Not Benny. His name was actually Flap Blo- Blossom. Fl- Flap Blossom. Flap not Blossom. Not Benny. What a beautiful name. Are you sure it's Flap Blossom? You sounded concerned. I, I, I'm sticking with it. That's, that's it sounded name. like you were making it up on the spot. We all look the same. It's hard to tell sometimes, but no, I'm pretty sure that was Flat Blossom. I'm going to call him Benny anyway. He looked like a Benny. You may pass the bridge. Congratulations. Or you may do one additional riddle. And if you get it right, we will tell you something super awesome, cool like. Ooh. I look at Volley and just, just shrug and be like, yeah, if you want, you clearly want to. <laughs> and we still get to go if we get it wrong. Yes. I. You promise? I, he's like right in front of you. He's like crossing his fingers. I promise. What does that mean? I don't, what does this mean? It means you should get it right. I, oh. I, I promise. I'll push Benny in the water if you do, if you do anything nasty. His, his name was Flap Blossom. Yeah, whatever. Do you want the riddle? What do you think, Osric? Shall we do it? Something cool? I don't see why not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. What comes once in a minute? And then the other one goes, your mum. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> what comes once in a minute, twice in a moment, but never in a thousand years? Hmm. Ooh, I've got this one. Go for it, Osric. 
The letter M. Yeah! <gasps> the other troll to the left starts, No! And turns to stone. No! Not Arnie! That was... I honestly don't know who that was. There's, we all look exactly the same, but I have no idea who that was. That was Arnie. <laughs> you have answered the questions. Congratulations. You may cross the bridge. What's the something cool? The something cool is that you have earned... Well, you have it because there's still one more riddle to go. But you know what? We had a whole thing. I'll let you guys off. You've technically, I guess, kind of earned the right, should you wish it, to have this. And he hands you a small business card. Ooh. What does it say? It says on the front, as you look at it, the words written in gold appear. And it says, the reliquary, man of mysteries and things. Uh, what, <laughs> what does it do? What a stupid title. <laughs> as you turn it round. You see a small map, almost like a GPS. On it is a little dot that says you are here and it shows a bridge and then it shows like a little path through the woods where it says the reliquary. Ooh, I think this is like a map, Osric. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a map. It's a map to the reliquary. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, where's, where's that? What? Okay, bye. No, <laughs> Jimbo. You're going to fade from the white. You guys appear back in the middle of the bridge with two stone trolls either side. You guys... What happened? That was fun. I, I, we well, got the questions right. I could have gone worse. And, and we got this little business map thing. Will that map get us somewhere where we'll know where we are? Yep, it'll take us to... How far away is it? Yes. I don't know. It's this far. And it, it just points at the business card. I really hope it's on this side of the river. Come on, get over no, here. No, it's, it's on the other side. We have to cross the bridge. Oh, I've already crossed the bridge. Sorry. No, it's, it's back the way you came. It's on the other side of the bridge. The bridge is the side you were on. Oh. Uh, no, it's the other way. Is it actually? Yeah. Fucking troll. Do we want to go see this reliquary fellow? Well, I mean, maybe he can tell us where we are. Maybe he's got more questions. Ooh. Um, DM, to the map, like, how far do we think it is? Looking at it, it'll take you about 20 minutes walk to get there. Oh, right. Well, I was expecting, like, hours. Like, if it's 20 minutes, why aren't we there already? Let's just go. Just to quickly check, guys, I mean, what benefit do we get from going to see this reliquary person? Where else would we go? Across the bridge. We might know the way. I should be clear as well. Volley, as you're showing this map to everyone, you're touching it, you suddenly realise you can zoom out on the map a little bit, like a touch phone. And you can actually see that there are settlements on the map. So there's one settlement on this side that you were going to that does look like a settlement. It looks like small housing over like a little lake. And then there's also... Is it up or down river? It's up river. <laughs> and then there is the reliquary as well. So you can see another oh. settlement. Oh, but the map's changed. I think I, I, think I did something, but I, I don't know what. But now there's another dot on it. Does it say anything above the dot? No. You know when you go on those kind of crappy map makers and it's like a picture of a house? Like, it looks like a little town. Oh, maybe that's a town as well. And guess what, Melinda? It's upriver. Ha! Which side of the bridge is it on? Are you holding it the right way round? Okay. Yeah, I give it to you. Oh, can I just check it's the right way up? <laughs> it's the right way up. So basically, on the side you came from, there is the reliquary about 20 minutes away. And on the other side, there is about maybe an hour, a settlement. Well, I think still, it might be worth going to see this reliquary, man of mysteries and things. I mean, maybe he'll have some stuff that could help us before we head to one of these settlements. Or even better, more riddles. I never had you down as a riddle kind of guy, really. Me neither. That was the first riddle I've ever done in my entire life. And I enjoyed it. We can do riddles as we walk. That was fun. Osric got one. Osric was good at them. Well, for stoner trolls, I mean, it was advanced, but that sort of thing was in gnome school. 
Yeah, I didn't go to gnome school. Are you too young to go to tree school? <laughs> there is no tree school. So, gang, what are you doing? Um, my vote's for the reliquy. 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 I can't see the harm. Finn will come. He doesn't quite understand why we're going to the reliquy, but he'll follow. Finn also doesn't understand why he's stood on the other side of the bridge and just has to walk across slowly. He understands why he's on the other side of the bridge. He's not sure why we're not all on the other side of the bridge. Come on, Finn. We're going this way now. So you walk 20 minutes into the wood again. It doesn't take you long. You go basically to the thick of it. It looks like it's kind of untrodden land. Does the dot move on the business card like a GPS? Yeah, the dot moves as you go there. Oh, Volley is fascinated by that. It's pretty nifty. The dot moves as you go, and you go off the beaten track, you go into the kind of wooded area, the dot moves as you walk, and you get closer and closer to the reliquary, and then almost as though you step into a small kind of opening, although the trees are still covering the top of it, it's a big circle of grass, and in it you see a stone archway, just standing in the middle of this grass circle. Do we think that's it? Oh, what does your map say? It says we're here. Do we think we have to walk through it? I don't know. Your map's going to change as you get there, and it says, ding dong. <laughs> oh, I say, oh, now it just says, ding dong, whatever that means. Can I investigate the archway? Roll investigation. I got that 20, baby, 26. Ooh. So I was just going to say that you see that there's something in the archway, but I was in at 20, as you walk towards the archway, you start feeling a vibration in your very bones of essence and magic. And... For the shortest amount of time, you swear you feel as though your very essence inside you, what gives you your power, is being pulled slightly out of your body, almost as though it's being pulled further than your actual body into this archway. And you see what should be, you're looking for a stone archway and more grass in a forest, almost as though it's every other frame, you see a different field. It's red and there's no trees. And just in front of it is a stone doorway for a giant stone house. And that doesn't sound very nice, like having my magic pulled away from me. It feels like it's being pulled to it slightly, yeah. Oh, pulled to it, so I'm being magnetised to it rather than like... Yeah, yeah, it's like as though, the way to describe it is though, you know when you get static from a balloon, right, and your hairs are kind of standing on edge and you feel them very faintly being pulled to the balloon, but your, your arm obviously isn't being pulled to the balloon. Mm. It's a bit like that. So, like, uh, how do Volley and Finn feel, given that we're... If you get closer to it as well, you will also start to feel that. But every single one of you will start to feel that, if you get close to the circle. I don't know if I like this. This is definitely it, but I don't... I don't know. It doesn't feel... Makes me itchy. I don't know if I want to go in there. Well, we're here now. What's the harm? We can look after ourselves. <laughs> what's the harm? Osric, what's happened to you? <laughs> Did you take a bump on the head of that airship? A few. Did he say, what's the arm? <laughs> <laughs> the stone house you see through it looks rickety. It's got like a tower that kind of comes off of one side, like a old chimney, but like a tower. And it looks like gravity should mean it should fall apart, but it's just kind of holding up for some strange reason. I think we should go look at this house. Finn just kind of yells ding dong towards the house and see if anyone comes. Does he actually? Yeah. As you yell ding dong, suddenly the archway is going to open. You see the world inside gets bigger as the archway gets bigger. And then it zooms forwards and will engulf everyone who's in the green grass before returning back into itself. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> so, everyone, you are engulfed into this red world. Roll initiative. Yeah, I thought he was going to say that as well. Everything feels as though it has less weight 
as though you are sort of on the moon, but not quite as low gravity as that, but it feels different. Your bodies feel slightly weightless. The castle now in front of you, the stone castle with its strange towers is like rocking left to right, up and down slightly. So it's like we're on a ship. Yeah, exactly. And then the door opens and you realize as the door opens for no particular reason, it looks like a door for a human. And then as it opens, the house gets bigger and bigger and the door gets wider and wider and larger and larger until it opens. And this 10 foot person with a large, long cape and a huge top hat opens it, looks down at you, bows his head. And then the very top of the top hat will open up and out pops a very small little cricket. Welcome to the reliquary. It is me, the reliquary. Wow. We got given a card by some troll friends of yours. Ah. Yeah, Jimbo and Benny. Ah, I don't know a Jimbo and a Benny. I, uh... Uh, I gave them my own names. If you were given these cards, you must be very clever mortals. Oh, some of us. Some of you? You all completed the... You completed the riddles, right? Yep, yep. All three of them. Ah, good. Yes. They did their job. You must be the... All of the ones we got asked. Yep. Three of them. Sorry, what was that? Yep. Continue. We answered, we, we answered every riddle that was given to us. Yep. You completed... You all completed a riddle, right? Yep. Okay, yes, good. All the riddles were given to you and you passed them all. Good. So you must be the most intelligent and dynamic of heroes throughout all of Aria. Or at least of those in Aria that happened to turn up on one of my bridges in the glistening glades, which truthfully isn't that big a pot. But still, anyway, never mind that. I have a task for you. He called us heroes. (laughs) What? What? I mean, we are heroes. We just came from, from Tyr. That place is a mess. I think we should hear the quest before we agree to it. Oh, okay. Sure. Come on in inside me and I'll explain what I need. It might take a while for you mortals to understand. I know how you can be. Can I come into your hat? Yes, come into my hat. Absolutely. Oh, yes! The man wearing the hat's going to bend down until the top hat reaches the ground. And again, it makes no sense. But as he does so, the top hat gets larger and larger until it's the size of a stately home. Come, come. There's no time to dawdle. Well, he's going to bound through the door. What's everyone else doing? Then I'll follow in, confused and curious. <laughs> yeah, slowly lumbering through as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to be left behind. Warily. As you get in, it looks like a pitch black top hat, but then as you step into the top hat, suddenly it's this lovely house. You look back and the top hat's not there. It's just a wall, like a wall of a house. And it's like being in a very lovely manor house from the sort of Tudor times, but way more plush with cushions and stuff. And he turns around. Right, take a seat, take a seat. This could take a while. Sit wherever you want. Yep, there's a pillow over there. There's some stuff on the floor. There's a chair in the corner. Whatever you like, just sit down, all right? Anyone who sits on that chair, as they sit on it, suddenly the chair will become huge and it'll be like sitting at the back of one of those insanely huge-sized chairs. But then as you come off of it, it'll look like a normal chair again. Just wherever you want, get nice and comfortable in your fleshy bodies. I have, uh, I have it somewhere here. Hang on. And the cricket's going to walk away and start jumping into a big pile of things and bobs. Uh, guys, I'm getting kind of worried. This place is, this guy in this place, they're really strange. I've never seen anything like it. It's cool. Yeah, I don't know about it either. I feel a bit sick. I thought those pills had worked. I feel like he's probably incredibly powerful if he's able to distort reality like this. 
I don't know if we should be messing with this guy. <laughs> ah, be fine. Are we messing with him or just hearing him out? I don't know why I'm so cooperative right now. Am I, am I bewitched? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, there it is. Yes, yes. And he's going to come out holding a giant gold acorn that's the size of about Osric's head. All right, you see this? Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fucking worthless. He just smashes it in two, throws it on the floor. Uh, uh, oh. That was meant to be the gold acorn. I hired some other mortals to go and get it for me from... But they, uh... See, they kind of had... All right, hang on. Let me give me a second. Let me start again. Let me start again. Are you okay? I'm sorry. This is probably really overwhelming for you. I forget how mortals and their little brains can get a bit overwhelmed. Do you want to vomit? Do you, I have buckets if you want to vomit. I don't have a stomach. I forget how weird and hard these transitions are for you little people swapping different planes of existence. You, you know what? I'm going to give you a moment to catch your bearings so your brains don't explode. We're going to end the session here. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? And that's where we're going to end our episode. Finn looks Sorry, dumbfounded. Did the cricket just take over the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is the cricket now canonically the DM? Uh, the cricket is, we'll have to see who the cricket is. Surely. You can't see Alex's car anymore because it's gotten dark, but there's a cricket just peeping out from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cricket is God. We best not fuck with it. <laughs> the cricket definitely needs to be called Ferris. And we will have to find out what happens with the reliquary cricket next episode. Volley's excited. Volley's having fun again. There we go, guys. Welcome to the Glistening Glades, where magic is far stranger than the world outside. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I feel like magic's just got far weirder and we haven't mm. caught up. Gotta be honest as well, that first riddle, I genuinely wouldn't have got it without fully. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty happy with some of them. Welcome back to the world-famous outros. I know you guys are waiting for it, and here it is. I mean, no one really cares about the episode. It's all about the outro, <laughs> It doesn't really. seem that way. <laughs> this is where the real gold happens. Yeah, right here. for sure. I am joined today by Amy, David, Craig, and Alex. Hello, everyone. The whole everyone. gang is here. Oh, howdy. So. Episode one of season two. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Ooh, we're back. Whoop. Yeah. How was that session, everyone? How was it for you all? Who the fuck were those trolls? <laughs> Volley loved every single second of it. What did they think they were doing? Finn was having none of it. <laughs> i got to be honest, those riddles were perhaps a little beyond my ability, if I'm being honest, <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> Craig knew one, like, spot off, straight off the bat. You actually, like, instantly... The day one, I got it straight away. Yeah, I was really impressed. I'm calling a friend in the future, I Were am. Were you role-playing when you figured that out or had Craig taken over from Volley there? Couldn't bear to get the answer wrong. <laughs> I'd say it was a 50-50 split. But I am Volley and Volley is me, so... Volley on the bus down to Unity Day, he found a book of riddles. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Volley just has weird knowledge. You know, can't remember Melinda's second name, but riddles, sure. How are you feeling about going to a different dimension and meeting the reliquary? Not very good. I don't think it's really settled on Volley's mind that he's in a different dimension. It, it, he hasn't really questioned it, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah, it's not normal. I think Finn feels it's a bit too whimsical to really get any gravity of the situation at the moment. Also, can we just take a moment to realise that he spoke to the players? Because that's not right either, is it? That was a very <laughs> meta ending, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, he's a higher being. He's a god. Yeah. I certainly do need a moment. Fully <laughs> zone, I think. What's a podcast without breaking the fourth wall once in a while? Come on, let's see. Absolutely. It. For those of you at home who want to keep up to date with Tabletop Vagabonds, we, of course, have our Instagram, our at Tabletop Vagabonds. 
We also have our website, which is what, Craig? TabletopVagabonds.com. Exactly. We also <laughs> now, very exciting times, have what on our website, David? A shop. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. We have a shop selling some really awesome merch. Personally, I am really excited about someone buying our Tabletop Vagabonds Valentine's boxes. That's just what I'm living for. Someone to order one of those. <laughs> Because I'd be so happy to... For the record, we're recording this episode in June. <laughs> yeah, 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 not going to yeah. lie. I saw the picture in our... We have a little group chat. I saw the picture of the boxes. Thought it was a joke. Then saw them on the website. And I was like... Oh, I, cool. I thought All it right. was a joke. Sure. It is so a joke. I. They're on our shop called uh, Very Sexy Boxes. And it's like, sex sells. We hear you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so I'm just living for someone to buy one of those. Other than that, even more exciting-er, I'm going to coin that as a new phrase, we have Patreon now, guys. <gasps> and what does yes. that do, Alex? So Ooh. Patreon is pretty sweet. For those of you that feel so inclined, and obviously you do not have to at all, our episodes will always be free for the main story. But for those of you who want to support the show and help us with the running costs and so on, you can head on to Patreon. There are two tiers there, and you can pick which one's right for you and help by donating to us once a month. What you get in return is all kinds of fun, exciting, extra stuff. Goodies, exactly. You get gifts, gifts, in fact. You get more Chewing the Fat with Barnat episodes where we'll interview the gang as their characters on Barnat's talk show, learning about how their adventures have been. And more importantly, you'll be getting awesome, big, fun times, super awesome, great one-shots with me and the gang doing things in Aria, or more recently, which is on right now, they all play Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And I'm telling you right Will now, do? it does not go anything like the film. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I will say, <laughs> however, does. just moving on a little bit from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the very first ever Gifts Gift mm-hmm. that has appeared on our Patreon page is actually the racial stats and the kind of almost the race bios for our characters, the last of the Valmine, the Sky Gnomes. They are there for you to download, to use in your own games if you so wish. We would absolutely love it if you guys played your own little one-shot in the world that we've built. If you do, let us know about it. Tag us on Instagram. Honestly, we can't wait to hear what kind of fun stuff you come up with using these characters. Oh, God, that would be really cool. That would be... Alex has just realised what this might yeah. Please tell us if you build a character, even yeah. if you don't even play them. Like <laughs> his little face lit up like it was Christmas. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That'd be yeah, that'd be uh, from a nerdy DM point of view, that'd be amazing. Please do let us know if you do that. That'd be honestly so so cool. More stuff like that will be coming out on the Patreon. That is all from us today. Sound mixing for this episode was done by the man Matt Birch, and we'll see you next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Bye bye.